Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kashpu and I am your host. I am a mind-body manifesting coach and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. I am committed to helping you tap into the infinite power you hold when it comes to intentionally creating a more abundant life that gets you jumping out of bed with excitement. Over here, we chat about all things mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. So grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Fulfill podcast. My name is Kushpu, and I'm your host on this podcast. We chat about all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development, and the whole crux of this show is for you to realize how powerful you are when it comes to creating a life you actually want to be living, how to build a life that not only looks good from the outside, but one that feels so freaking satisfying, one that gets you jump out of bed with pure excitement, pure joy, pure pure gratitude, and all that other good stuff. If you are new on the podcast, welcome. I'm so freaking happy you are here. Please make sure to hit subscribe. And if you are a longtime listener, welcome back. Welcome back. So grateful that you choose to spend this time twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, or whenever else you catch up on the episode to listen. And with this podcast, I really try to break down the process of manifestation into concrete, actionable, and tangible steps so that these aren't just empty concepts that you understand conceptually, but you're able to take that knowledge and apply it into your life because knowledge is only potential. It is what we do with that knowledge that determines whether we're able to tap into the kind of transformation that we desire. And so everything I share, it's not just for you to enjoy. I mean, I love the fact that you enjoy listening to me. I'm so freaking grateful, but I really, really want you to do something with it so that you're able to see these big breakthroughs happen in your life. And the more we do this work on ourselves, the more we rid ourselves of our own existing blocks, whether it's in the form of fear, insecurities, doubts, limitations, emotional baggage, whatever else that is within us that's holding us back, the more we rid ourselves of them, the more we're able to tap into our own magnetism and see that we're able to literally start speaking our lives into existence. I had a client of mine who, she did my Master Manifestation Accelerator and then my Missing Link Mastermind. And she recently moved countries. And earlier this week, she just decided, hey, I would love to make some new friends. Three days later, someone randomly on Instagram who she who had been following her account for a while reached out to her and turns out she lives down the road and they're meeting for coffee now. Like how freaking cool is that? That you can just decide that, hey, I want this. Boom, it shows up in your life without you going out and chasing or trying to make things happen. And that's that's what it's all about. We have so much power and we should be going through our days in a state of awe. Like, whoa, I just said that and it happened. Whereby all these synchronicities, all these breakthroughs, all these just moments of awe and wonder become our daily norm. And for today's episode, I'm going to talk about something which is so relevant to every single one of us, irrespective of what your relationship status is, irrespective of what it is that you're calling into your life or trying to manifest. And it's the idea of dating yourself and essentially getting to know yourself, spending time with yourself and being one with yourself. As I record this podcast, it is currently July 2nd, which is a Sunday. And I don't usually would do any kind of work on Sundays, even though I freaking love the work that I do. I, I That's something I've had to train myself, by the way, to create these boundaries. But even though I don't usually work on Sundays, when intuition hits, the podcast mic always comes out. And I'm having the most divine weekend in the sense that 
besides a couple of plans here and there, it was a completely free and open weekend whereby I could do anything that I wanted to do. I had no agenda, nothing to rush for. I say that I have a wedding tonight, but besides that, I had nothing going on. And it felt so great because I know that A, the rest of July is going to be so jam-packed. And B, it's, okay, well, now I have all this time. I can do whatever I want. And that's next level freedom. And, you know, just allowing myself to enjoy this downtime whereby I'm not rushing, giving myself that white space to just be. And my nervous system feels so happy. So often we're just trying to fill our days being so busy and on the go 24 seven living in this culture of hustle. But it's why do we feel this need to be busy all the time? And I'll tell you why. (laughs) It's a rhetoric question. It's number one, it's because so much of our product worth and value is tied to how productive we are being. So the minute we have to just do nothing, there's a voice that's saying, we're not enough. We're not doing enough. We got to do more. Who are we to be just doing nothing? You're so lazy. So all this negative self-talk. But secondly, this idea that we will only get more if we're putting in hard work. And this idea that we can actually become more receptive to more abundance when we just chill out and take care of ourselves and feed energy inwards and actually get our nervous system out of survival and in a state of thriving. And that is a belief that the minute we're able to rewire that and realize that I can still be relaxing and just chilling out, but also getting more of what I want. And it's amazing because literally in the last 24 hours, and I'm going to share what I've done in a bit, but in the last 24 hours, I've just done me. I've just stayed in bed till noon, which is, if you know me, that is beyond anything that I ever do because I'm and again I'm such a morning person I love that quality of me but again it's when I get out of bed like 12 there's part of me that feels like I've wasted my day but instead I just truly relished it I slept until 10 which again rarely happens lazed in bed had my breakfast in bed and it was just it felt so good to be doing it without guilt and despite just chilling out and not being busy I've had new work come in I've had a event that I've that's been in the air for a while finally materialized and we finalized on that I've had new social invitations for later on this month come through and not only that but I just feel so good and anyway so yesterday I woke up July 1st and I was like you know what I'm gonna take myself on a date and this is something I do regularly at least once or twice a month I will take myself out on a proper date whereby It's just a whether it's a couple of hours or a full day where I just spend time with me and I do things that I actually want to do. And here's the thing is that we have this idea that we can, and this is such like inbuilt conditioning that we can only do things when we have people to do it with, whether it's a friend or a partner. And in the process, we deny ourselves of doing things we want to do because we spend so much of our time waiting, waiting for people who might agree to come with us. And we shortchange ourselves and we actually constrict our experience of life whereby when you can actually spend time with yourself, when you can actually enjoy your own company, that is when you, A, tap into a new level of power, but also a new level of freedom whereby you can enjoy the company of others. And don't get me wrong, I'm the most social, one of the most social people you ever meet, but it doesn't take away from the fact that I don't need people I don't need friends. I don't need a partner to enjoy my life. I can do There's so much I want to do. And I'm not waiting for anyone or anything. And if people want to come with me, amazing. And I love that. But at the same time, not finding someone who is free, it's it's not going to stop me from living my life. And like I said, that is 
next level power. But at the same time, when we are able to just spend time with ourselves, it comes from us feeling comfortable with ourselves and feeling safe and secure in our own company. And that is really the energy that is being manifested upon. Manifestation is not about repeating empty affirmations to ourselves and then expecting something to show up, but it's okay on a day-to-day, what is my energy? Like I want to manifest that same money. Why? Because money makes me feel safe and secure. But on a day-to-day, am I feeling safe and secure within myself? I want to manifest, let's say, a partner. Why? Because I'll feel a sense of connection. Do I feel a sense of connection within myself? Because our relationship is the starting point of everything that we're able to manifest. That is your point of attraction. And so the stronger your connection and relationship with yourself is, that is how you will see it being mirrored back to you everywhere you turn, whether it's your relationship with money, with your body, with your friends, your partner, your job, everything is just a reflection of you. And it's really not saying, is that, am I, and you have to really ask yourself this is, A, what do I want? Why do I want it? How can I now give that to myself in the here and now? And when you can do that, that is when what you're desiring will actually come to you because now you actually are a vibrational match. And so, for example, it's you can say, I just want, I want this trip because it's going to make me feel happier. Okay, but then why are you resisting your own joy in front of you? And we all have a list of things that we want to do because we know that it'll make us happier. But we, like I said, we postpone it. And so we're putting our happiness in a distant future. And as a result, we are also delaying the manifestations of a desire. Because nothing, the only thing that matters, sorry, when it comes to manifestation is the here and now present moment. And when you can be fully present and find the joy that exists right here and fully lean into it, that is how you're actually embodying the version of you who is already has her, his or her desire. And that's why, you know, during these days where you just, like I said, take yourself out, date yourself. It doesn't matter if you are in a relationship or not, but just spending time with yourself. You are born with yourself and you're with yourself till the day you leave this planet there's no one who matters more than you in your life than you and yet what do most of us do we coexist with ourselves do we actually develop a relationship with ourselves no not if we're being conscious with our, about doing so and here's the thing is imagine if you were living with someone like just just imagine for a second you were living with someone where you didn't really have a relationship you were just like coexisting it would feel so weird like you see this person every single day but you guys don't even like chat you can't even rely on that person you can't even trust that person you can't really chat to that person the connection is so weak and that is what we do with ourselves and Again, it's because we don't take the time out to develop this relationship with ourselves. We're looking outside of us for people or circumstances to tell us who we are. But if you want to really, really step into being a powerful manifester, you need to make a decision. Who am I? I need to decide that for me, not let my circumstances dictate that. I can't say that I'm going to be successful when the money comes in, but instead I'm going to decide I am a successful person. I can't wait until that partner comes in for me to feel like I'm worthy of love. I need to decide I'm worthy of love no matter what. And that again only happens when you develop a relationship with yourself, when you get to know yourself, when you start to identify what are my preferences, what are my values, what are things that make me happy, when do I feel most alive, and actually carve that out, that's how A, you free yourself of judgment, because the more you know yourself, the less you give attention to other people's opinions of you. It's funny, because a lot of times people ask me, like, how are you so confident on like social media? How are you so authentic and so vulnerable? And it's not, it's not always been a cakewalk and easy. Now it's so much easier to be authentic, because I just own who I am irrespective of where I'm at 
But it comes down to this, what I just shared is people are always going to judge us, but I don't, for lack of a word, I don't give a shit if you judge me because I know who I am. So for example, and I've shared this before and I'll share it again because it's such a relevant example that applies to so many women who shy away from charging their worth. They're going to be people who come and tell me, Kushbu, I think you're so expensive. And in the past, that would have stung because of the lack of internal worthiness I felt. But now if someone can tell me you're so expensive and I will laugh, I will be lighthearted about it because I don't, I don't believe that to be true. That's not how I see myself. I know the value I bring to the table. And if someone else is not able to do so, that says everything about their relationship with money and what they place a value on. It says nothing about me. And that, like I said, that is next level freedom. When you're not walking around limiting yourself because of other people's perceptions about you. And so going back to this idea of dating yourself and getting to know yourself, like I said, I try to do it at least once or twice a month because A, it's, yeah, I, I love being on people, but I also more and more love my own company. And it's also nice to just have a day where it's all about you. You get to decide how do I want to spend it? You're not really asking other people or compromising. And yeah, compromise is so important in every other relationship, but sometimes it's nice to just do exactly what your heart wants to do. And the reason why also we avoid spending time is aside from just that insecurity of being alone with ourselves, but it's also we fear our thoughts and meeting parts of us that we otherwise numb out and avoid. Yet it's in these moments of being one with ourselves, meeting these parts of us that we've resisted for so long, that is when we liberate ourselves. And that is when we see that liberation, that liberation of energy of abundance being married back to us and so yesterday I woke up and I decided okay I'm gonna take myself out on a date what should I do and here's the thing is I, I called a friend and I asked him like hey if you had a free day in London what would you do because I was like I didn't I didn't know what I wanted to do I just know I knew I wanted to be outside and I was open to doing anything but I just wasn't fully sure and she was like why don't you go to this museum that museum and she gave me like such an like, extensive list and they all sounded nice but I'm not gonna lie like I'm very cultural in different scopes but museums that's not my thing and I'm not gonna lie about it whereas in the past I might have just gone to different museums to pretend that I was cultural because it was the expected thing to do but I thanked her for her suggestions but I was like that's not me like I'll do it and then when people ask me, what did you do? I'm like, oh, I went to VNA. But like when I'm in that moment, was it something I'm like, oh my God, I'm like obsessed. I'm like having the best time. No, <laughs> you know? So I was like, okay, what do I actually want to do? And so here's what I did. I got ready. I actually dressed up by the way, because here's the thing is that when we're meeting other people, whether it's friends or going on a date, we make that extra effort. We wear a nicer outfit, we do our hair, we put our makeup on. But at least I know for myself, I can only speak about my experience. I mean, I love wearing leggings. I love wearing hoodies. I just love being cozy. And so often that is what I do when I'm not meeting people. I'm like, okay, well, I'm just, it's just me. So I'm, let me just wear whatever. But I was like, no, I deserve to make as much of an effort for myself that I do when I meet other people. And so I put on a really nice outfit. <laughs> I was actually thinking to myself, I'm like, man, I hope I bump into people because I look really good. <laughs> Anyways, and then I walked to Kensington High Street, which is like a I just an hour, just under an hour, I went to Whole Foods. I went to Salad Bar. I love a good salad bar. And I love the way I feel when I eat healthy foods. And it gives me, you know what, eating like a Whole food salad bar, it's just somewhere that like, you just feel so good after. It's equally satisfying to me as going to a Nobu. And so I was like, okay, right now I feel like going to Whole Foods and just really going to town with that salad bar. And I did. And 
And after that, I walk over to Holland Park. They have a really cute section called Kyoto Gardens, which if you haven't been in London, it's just the most zen place. And it's just, I can't even explain. I wish I could show you a photo. It's so beautiful. I went there, I hung out. Then I saw the lavenders in, in Holland Park. Then I went to Starbucks. I don't really usually buy coffee drinks with syrups and all, but I just, there's one combination I just love is their grande iced americano. Try this, by the way. A grande iced americano with a splash of, a generous splash of oat milk and either one pump of sugar-free vanilla or caramel once a week. That is my not-so-guilty pleasure. And I just enjoyed every sip of it. Then I went to Hyde Park chilled out there and then I had hope and I was out for like a good like five hours but it was for me my joy I realized comes with come I, I, I sorry I get so much joy from movement from eating good food and just being outdoors being in nature and that's what I did and it was just so nice and I came back just feeling so relaxed and just so happy that I did this and here's the thing is not everyone is going to want to do what you want to do and you have to make peace with that and that's really what it means to be living from a place of authenticity, that there are going to be things in my life that I will have company and enjoy doing with others. But just because I can't find company for certain things in my life that I genuinely like to do, whether it's going to a whole food salad bar or walking for hours and whatever it is, everyone has their different things. It doesn't mean that I cannot still do it. And that's really what it is. It's allowing yourself to honor what you love and doing it regardless rather than waiting to find someone to do what you want and another thing I want to also just touch upon you know this idea of like dating yourself is another reason why we shy away from doing it doing so is because of this idea that I can only be one way we have this attachment to limiting ourselves based on our identities and so we forget that we can hold two seemingly contradictory identities so for example is just because you enjoy being alone just because you enjoy spending time with yourself it doesn't mean you are a recluse or a hermit and I think that's what you know this association we have is that I don't want to be seen like a loner or a loser or a hermit oh my god what if I bump into people but that's when again you got to know yourself and you got to own who you are and it doesn't matter what other people think, but also the fact that you could be very, very social and love being around people, but at the same time, simultaneously really love to vibe on your own. And these two different parts of you, rather than decide, it has to be either or integrate them. And that's what makes you your wholeness, where you can allow yourself to lean into these different parts of you as and when you feel that you need to be in one of these different identities. And Again, it's not just by being an extrovert or an introvert, but be an ambivert. If that's if that what feels good to you, I know that's for me. That's exactly who I am. Right? I love being around people, but again, I love also being on my own. And a couple of weeks ago, during my recent round of the Master Manifestations Accelerator, one of the members we were chatting, and she was like, "You know, I've always wanted to do a solo trip, but I keep putting it away." And you know, we talked about it, and you know, to really dissect why she keeps putting it away, and it was exactly along the lines of what I was just shared. This idea of you know, being on your own and kind of weird, a feeling like you're being, it's kind of weird and all that. And a couple of weeks later, she messaged me saying, oh my God, I did it. I booked a solo trip to Portugal and my heart just burst for her. I'm so excited for her trip. But more than that, more than the actual trip, it just goes to show what working on yourself can do. That you could, the minute you just get become safe and secure within yourself, the moves you make are so different. And if you don't, if you don't change that, you will keep making moves 
and operating from such a limited place. And in the process, you limit your experience of this beautiful human experience. You deny yourself of things you actually want to do because of your own inbuilt current narrative. And if you don't change that narrative, it's going to be very hard for you to move forward. And that essentially is your point of attraction. Through your actions, through your avoidance of doing what you jo- what you what brings you joy, you're telling communicating to the universe, I'm not worthy of joy. I don't want more. And when you can make change your belief system and make moves that actually align with the joy that you're calling in, that's when, who boy, the universe responds so differently. And I remember in, I've shared this before, but I'll just touch on, upon it again. I remember in 2021, I, due to the, the restrictions of the pandemic, I had to do a 10 day trip in New York and it was a solo trip. And at the time it was kind of scary because I mean, I never traveled alone that too during the height of a pandemic. And I didn't really know New York. I've been a couple of times when I was a kid and like on a, with a few friends years ago, but I don't know New York at that point. I didn't know New York at all, but I did it because I was so desperate to get to London. It was my only route to do so. But oh my goodness, it that trip just changed my life in ways I will never, ever be able to fully explain. Like my whole perception, my whole awareness just expanded. And I realized how big this world is and how we got to stop living outside, stop living in a box. And that one trip was a catalyst to me moving countries, making bolder decisions in my business. And I actually pivoted my business, which was something I've been wanting to do for a while. As a result of that, I've made more money than I could have ever fathomed. And more than that, it's just the self-trust that comes with being one with yourself, whether it's taking a trip on your own, whether it's spending a day with yourself, a meal, an hour, but it's, I got to have my own back. And the more I can do so, the more I can just actually relish my own company, enjoy my own self and find and see the power in my own presence, irrespective of who or what is around me, that self-trust that comes through is unmatchable. And that's the very self-trust that's going to allow you to manifest everything your heart desires. In those periods when you have no evidence of your desire coming through, that self-trust is what's going to help you keep going. That action you need to take in order to bridge the gap between where you are and where you want to be, that self-trust is going to power you through. And the more you can develop that self-trust, the more you can really have your own back. That is when everything starts to shift. And, you know, I really urge you to ask yourself, how can I start to incorporate more dates with myself? How can I consciously start to spend more time with myself? And how can I lean in? Even though there's a part of me that's scared of what might come through in terms of maybe my thoughts or whatever else you feel is holding you back from doing so, I want you to challenge that and ask yourself, what if this ends up being the best thing I could do for myself? What if spending time with myself just makes me feel so much more present, powerful, gives me a new level of freedom and self-trust. And what if my whole life changes? And I promise you, the more you can spend time with yourself, the more you can really just date yourself and have your own back, your whole life will change in ways you can't even understand at this point, because now you're treating yourself, truly treating yourself like the main character of your life. You're moving through your life with you on that pedestal. And when you do that, when you place such a high value on yourself, and really relish your own company and develop such a strong connection with yourself, oh, you wait and see how it's mirrored back to you in ways you can't even imagine. Especially this past week, I've had people reach out to me because they're admitting that, hey, I'm in my 40s, I'm in my 50s, and I don't really have any meaningful connections. 
And rather than use it as a reason to create a story that you're never going to meet your people, just use it as feedback that, hey, your connection with yourself is weak. And that's what being mirrored back to you. And so rather than try and find people to fill that void, work on developing that relationship, that connection with yourself and those strong connections that you desire in the form of other people, it is the natural byproduct. And you will just see people coming into your life in ways you can't even imagine. And so if this episode resonated with you, I'd love to hear from you. I hang out the most on Instagram. It's so wild. It's like 1.15. I still haven't showered. Who am I? I love it. I just love the slow pace. I am moving out. But anyways, if this episode resonated with you, I'd love to hear from you. I hang out the most on Instagram. My handle is at kushboo.kways. Come and holla at your girl. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week, but in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.